So I guess there's the Louis C.K. thing. Louis C.K.? Yeah. Who's that? That one dude. I don't know who that is. I feel like I've heard of that name or seen that name somewhere, but I don't know. Who is that? Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Shut the fuck up. No, I'm being serious. Get out of my house. Who is it? <laughs> is that like an artist? He's a comedian, but he mostly jacks off in front of women. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't feel as bad not knowing who that is. Why? What? You should feel bad. Well, he's a, he's a pretty is big... the biggest name in comedy. Maybe I've seen his name. I mean, yeah. his face before. You probably have. It's like a pudgy <clears throat> white guy, redhead. Before. The name sounds familiar. <laughs> That's a good one. Hey. Yeah, I think I know who that is. Yeah, the bald dude. Yeah, yep. gotcha. What? Got what? It. What is oh, happening? The picture in the top right? Yeah. That's like a really popular photo, I feel like. No. What? 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 What is happening right, right there now? Right there in the images. No. Top I'm right. saying the fact that you don't know who Louis C.K. is. I, I honestly... Why? Why is... Before we can talk about anything, we need to establish why Bond doesn't know who Louis C.K. is. I don't know is. who a lot of actors are. He's not... I, well, I could I not... Like, I could not look at a bunch of faces and tell you what their names are. I could just be like, oh, I know that dude. He's from that show. That's it. That's all I know. You don't watch stand-up comedy at all? Not that much. Not anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, if he's not really into stand-up, he may not have been exposed... It's a real bad phrasing ah. to uh, Louis. I'm probably more likely to listen to comedy driving than uh. watching it on TV. So maybe you recognize his voice. Maybe. Yeah. Well, let's do this, kids. Let's right. introduce ourselves and then let's get this show on the road. Okay. So, around the table, around the bend, my man to the right is Adam Obesis Rodriguez. What? The always illustrious sports with drunk guy, Dave, dude. Happy birthday. To who? Yourself? Adam? Oh, thank if you. If it's your birthday yeah. today. Happy birthday. It's, your, it's not your birthday today. That's not his birthday. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's not for like a week. Don't do that. Okay. Wait, really? Yeah, you guys got worried though. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, no, get the fuck out of here. Facebook didn't tell me it was your birthday. <coughs> no, I know. It's like, a, it's like in a week, right? Yeah, it's the 28th. Yeah. And special guest, friend of the podcast, I had, I started to come up with things for I your name yeah. i had a whole list of them but they were in my old phone i oh, lost them on. but i got a couple of them i remember from memory okay. you ready seems pretty easy to come up with them bon travolta that was what yeah. i was thinking <laughs> yeah it's been uh, done no it hasn't it was in the, the podcast the bonisode you called me oh bon i said travolta. that one i said that um, one okay yep. not in his presence though uh john bonham the drummer one mm-hmm. uh bon scott acdc singer okay uh-huh. okay um, are you just replacing John with Bon? Are you replacing the, the no John? The J with actually, the B? actually, Bon Scott. His name is Bon Scott. Oh. <laughs> it just spelled differently. Like John first name Bon. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's Bon. Yeah, B O N N. I think. Gotcha. It's just Bon. Hmm. It's Australian. Yes. So. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks. Glad to be back. Tonight's brew <sighs> is questionable. <laughs> It's from Budweiser, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Budweiser. Is this our first Anheuser Busch uh, product? Uh, probably. Probably not. Mm, I mean, no. not in Bev. About... Not in Bev. I'm saying okay. like specifically Anheuser Busch on the label. Then probably. Might be. The label says we know of no. Wait, you guys gonna announce it right? Go ahead. So it's an amber lager, and it says on the label, "We know of no amber lager brewed by any other brewer that is so flavorfully brewed and aged." Whoa! I'm sorry. Where are you reading this? Right there on top of the label. That's some tough ass talk. I was gonna say, did did uh, 
Wait, mine says something different. Yeah, mine. Yeah, mine doesn't say that. This right is a specialty Budweiser Amber Lager beer. We, That's what mine oh, says. You, you. Oh, you, ju- you jumped. You jumped. You jumped. Don't well, skim. Uh, first <laughs> Don't skim. Don't skim. It was irrelevant. Well, it's the Budweiser 1933 Repeal Reserve. It is an amber lager, like uh, Bond said. Uh, after one percent. After months. Interesting. Of them campaigning against quote unquote hipster beers, craft right. beers, and right. all this stuff, mm-hmm. and these microbreweries and things, they come out with their uh, quote unquote cool beer. Right. Not craft, guys. No, not craft. No, no, no. So is this? What's the story behind this? I mean, it it looks like it's supposed to be a special old recipe or it's something like from prohibition or yeah, pre prohibition. Yeah. Yeah. Repeal reserve. Pre prohibition inspired. Well, Bond, maybe if you read the whole damn thing, we'd know that. Mm-hmm. It says, this American amber lager has a lightly hoppy roasted malt aroma with a lightly sweet taste and a sharp, crisp finish. Well, we can read about it, and we can talk about it, or we can crack them open, and we can enjoy them. This is the One Baron Podcast. So is this like a Budweiser platinum? <coughs> I think it's probably better. It looks good, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a it's, nice it's color. It's a nice amber nice. color to it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Lack of. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, had, I mean, I didn't really vigorously get... poured that, too. Yeah. He, he, yeah. Went, he went almost straight up. He went hard pour on that. And... Yeah. I didn't get much of a head on this either. <laughs> Excuse so. me. Pretty low head. Uh, everybody give it a taste. Oh, I didn't pour mine yet, but bottoms up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't hate it thus far. I mean, it's it's not that bad. Yeah, I think yeah. I see where they're going with it. Yeah, yeah. It still has that. that it's got a little aftertaste to it. That's the Budweiser. It the Budweiser aftertaste. Yeah, it doesn't taste like a Bud. Yeah. But the aftertaste is Budweiser. Reminiscent it's for like me. They yeah. took Budweiser and were like, add some of that amber lager syrup to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they'll never know. I mean, don't they own a bunch of craft brewers? They yeah, do. yeah. So they could just be stealing somebody's good amber lager and then slapping their label on it. Who yeah. knows? But I'm not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Not bad so far. See, see it. how it goes. But like, how do you order this at a bar? What do you say? Uh, I don't know if you can. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, can I get a a bud? No, 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 not the, not that. The, the pre-prohibition not, one. Not that one. <laughs> the pre-prohibition <laughs> one. Can I get the old one? Can I get the fancy one? Can I get your fancy bud, please? Yeah. Ooh, it's not California. What? What? It's not California. What do you mean? Can't get that bud. California bud. Some of that fancy bud. Uh, oh, yeah. That chronic? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Uh, didn't Orange County just uh, pass? There is a clinic here. Yeah. They Well, they just, in Orange County in particular, just passed unanimously to have, or to be able to sell medical marijuana out of stores. What which, stores? Dispensaries? Dispensaries. Store? Okay. Dispensaries. I was about to say, like, what? You walk into CVS in no, Orange no, no, County? It's, it's still medical marijuana, so right. you can't just buy it at a store course uh yeah the dispensary's right next to that new fox trail coffee place foxtail foxtail yeah 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 walk by it huh. yeah oh, that's great Interesting. pretty um uh, uh fuck i forgot the word but nondescript very like yeah it seems uh 
up up to the like sort of hipster standards of everything near Foxtail? No, well, no. I mean, it's just like it's just kind of a bland building. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nondescript. Just just blends in mm-hmm. as it should. Just part of like the plaza where it's at. Don't scare the other people. Yeah. You want you want to welcome them in. I mean, right. most people going to Foxtel probably would just stop by the dispensary anyways. Yeah, it's true. I was I heard um on the radio they were like, uh, "Do you need a medical marijuana card?" Well, if you suffer from and then it just like rolled down the list of like, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I could Whooping have one cough. of those things." If you're tired when you wake up. <laughs> you just need a little bit of oomph. If you're tired at the end of the day, are you hungry right now? <laughs> if stressful situations stress you out, do your feet hurt when you stand on them too long. <laughs> you can get it pretty fucking easily, man. Yeah. Pretty fucking easily. Huh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's still like really in the infant stages, and I'm I'm kind of curious. Like we're kind of in this weird, uh, will they, won't they phase right Wait, now? Are you allowed to smoke it in public? No. Oh. no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. I mean, shoot, you go to freaking <clears throat> Venice. That's it's everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like on the federal level, it's still illegal. So, like, they can still do raids. FBI can come in and do raids on even legal dispensaries within the state. So if you're like in your car smoking. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Really? You have to be at home? You got to be at home, yeah. Oh, shoot. You got to be home. And even if you are at home and you have, like, your legal prescription or whatever, I think, like, if, I don't know, this wouldn't happen, but if the feds were in your house, they could arrest you for having it. But it's, you got to, legally, how could you get arrested? Because it's legal on a state, state level. State level, not Right, a not a federal level. level. Yeah. So if the feds were in your DEA house. DEA still says, this is illegal, it's still kind of illegal. Yeah. Oh, but the feds, for one, would never be in your house. They shouldn't be. <laughs> you got bigger problems if the yeah, feds are in your house. Yeah. yeah um, like the, the weed is the least of your troubles. Probably. <laughs> At that point, probably. But the police are not going to get you for it. No. No. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be able to do that. I don't think do they that. can. Like, yeah. state, state police. Right, right. If you have cannot. a prescription, you should be okay. But, yeah. you know, if you have it in your car, it might be a little sketchy. They may try to get you on, like, a DWI. That's stupid. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a way to test you like immediately, but they can probably make you do a pee test and find it in your system and be like, oh. They need a warrant for your pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. They can't, they can't just make you take a pee test. Like, they need a warrant for that. You just said that like you've done it before. <laughs> like, you've been there. So the couple's like, piss, piss in my hands. <laughs> piss! Show me a warrant. <laughs> I ain't going piss. Don't just be giving fucking people your body bodily fluids, man. That's all I'm saying. That's what I do, baby. I'm just yeah. well, yeah. I mean. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, don't act yeah. like anybody else is getting your body fluids but a sock in your drawer. <laughs> oh, <man>. Stands up <laughs> on itself. Your mom. <laughs> it's just like his crispy socks. He walks out <laughs> and they're just crunching <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I- imagine it. <laughs> That's what he does when he comes. It's <laughs> my safe word. <laughs> to the Mr. Poopy butthole when you when you come. Ooh wee, ooh wee. Oh man, weren't we just complaining about those fans? Complaining about the fans? I mean, we're not bum we're not, rushing McDonald's yeah, for we're not Szechuan, Szechuan sauce. Counter screaming at people. Speak for yourself. I mean, I'm a fan. But I don't think I'm better than anyone because I watch it. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can, you know, they just, 
Isn't it over? The season's over, right? Season's yeah, over, yeah. Season's yeah. over. And I said, you I didn't watch the last two because you're the Morty. <laughs> I haven't even watched it. You haven't watched yeah. the, the, the season at all? I stopped at season, uh, episode three. I just haven't had the time. Yeah. I also don't have cable, so it's a lot harder for me to borrow it. It's not hard. It's, you know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> you know what you want to do, buddy. Come on, buddy. Maybe some TV shows. You what are you buying? You can TV show. You can watch a TV show. Actually, it was actually, uh, actually, it was actually, 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 it was posted online for free on uh, adultswim.com. Yeah. The first three episodes. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. It, it was, it was like the first like in- seven episodes and then they stopped doing it after that. Yeah. I watched, I caught up all the way. Off of this. Huh? We could be making a lot of money off of this. We? How could we be making Not money? we. That's, that's Adult Swim, Cartoon Network. Yeah. Oh. oh. Why aren't we charging for this? Are you right? That's true. Interesting. They got to know. The people aren't watching fucking Cartoon Network on TV anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's really what's pushing it, I think. They probably just figured they can get money off advertisers online. Yeah. That's where the people are. It's a good idea. Yeah. Well, they have a deal with Rick and Morty because, you know, it doesn't matter if they're watching it on the internet or if it's on TV. Yeah. Right? As long as people are watching, that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and as long as they get traffic to their website, too. Yeah. yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It all comes down to advertisers and viewers. Yeah. So if they have tons of viewers, which they do, um, that's all that really matters because they can get money from those advertisers saying we're gonna put this in front of millions of people. Yeah, that's it. Or fans. I mean, they, imagine if they just had like merchandise put out there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, well, they money. had that truck coming around, to, like touring did different places. That? No, that's I did. In town too. I was work. I heard it was lame. Oh. Yeah. Ouch. Why? I don't know. It's, I feel like just because something is Rick and Morty related doesn't mean that everyone needs to go see it. It's, I think it's kind of a it's kind of a scheme or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw pictures from the Jacksonville stop, and like they had a lot of cool stuff, but it was all like overpriced and right. You kind of had to go out of your way to go to it and stuff. So it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a it's a waste of time. Yeah, I like the show though, but I just I don't know. Come no, on. I mean, I I completely agree with you. Like. It would be fun to kind of go out there and I guess hang out, but to have to go out of my way for like a thirty dollar Ricky Morty T shirt that I wouldn't yeah. wear, like I'm not doing that. I'm not going out of my way. I love the show, but that's it. I, well, I mean, just for me personally, I don't even wear like the graphic tees anymore. Right. So like, it just wouldn't. You know, I'm not gonna overpay for a T shirt that yeah. I'm not gonna wear, especially yeah. since it costs five dollars to make. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not doing that. And shit. Five dollars, probably not even that much. I mean, they just get fucking screen press on a on a. Oh, on I know a all about do- that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably it's probably nothing. Yeah, you know? fraction. Oh, that reminds me. They um some they tracked out the uh, the the individual components of an iPhone, the mm-hmm. iPhone ten. Mm-hmm. iPhone ten. Oh God. Its asking price is a thousand dollars, right? Yep. To make it is a little under four hundred bucks. Yeah. So half the price to make the phone. And then five hundred dollars in putting the Apple logo on the back of it. Well, they gotta I, recoup their design costs and advertising. I know that there's more that goes R&D. into it, but I'm yeah. saying yeah. literally five hundred dollars. You think five hundred dollars is yeah. there? They need to recoup five hundred bucks off of the as making a, of the phone yeah, as, a, as a business. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. If they could charge more, they would. Uh, yeah, that's how business works. No, I mean I, I get making a profit, but yeah. I mean that's. 
I mean, I guess all things are like that. Like it, t- it costs like twelve bucks to make a two hundred dollar Michael Jordan well, sneaker. So, so if it's four hundred dollars <laughs> to make, that's the hardware cost. But then there's the the cost of the salary of everyone who did research and mm-hmm. designed it and all that stuff. So they got to pay all that back too. So there's another. It's not they're making. But the price doesn't go down once they're like, all right, we made it back. Well, they're no, of course, that's, made, that's I'm pretty profit. sure if they sold it for six hundred dollars, they'd make their money back. But oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, Cause, well, I mean, then the the amount of people that can buy it can yeah. also rises. So yeah. true, and, you know. and the four hundred dollars doesn't factor in uh, um, scale. So <laughs> right. they're they're making millions of iPhones, so it probably costs even less than that to make. Right, they get a deal on mm-hmm. all the parts hardware. components. Right. That's interesting. I, there was someone that I follow on on Twitter. Um, this girl Krista, she lives in Orlando actually. Uh, she had an iPhone 10 stolen from the front door of her house. Damn. Yeah. So just like delivered, so, like oh, the delivery it, box. I guess it was delivered for UPS, and oh, she man. came home <sighs> and it wasn't there. And I was like, Fuck. heartbreaking, yeah, man. That sucks. is so heartbreaking. Right there, like gone. You know, forget how you feel about the the individual, like you know, phone versus phone thing. But just having some shit stolen from the front of your house, Oof. man. Yeah, that you were like thousand dollars. Yeah, you were yeah. I, like, you know, I'm I was sitting like, at home waiting for that phone. I know that's how I was when I ordered my phone. I was like, I couldn't wait to get home. Like, yeah, unbox it, and then to come home and nothing be there. Yeah. Wait, so was your phone left at your front door? Yeah. How's that Why? not like a sign requirement? Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was. It wondering. totally should be thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? I was me? wondering yeah. why. Like, could I ask that? And I was like, was there no signature release? And just, no, I was like. For a thousand dollars, you yeah. think that it's crazy. Well, I wonder what the rules are behind that because some things you do have to sign for, and you're like, "Why did I have to fucking sign for this? It's a letter." And then other things, like a thousand dollar phone, they're like, they just throw it at the front make door. It. They throw it from their truck. I can make it. I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> a drone just drops it. That's That'd be cool. that's that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, that sucks. Did she? Uh, was she able to like file a police report, get the phone back? I mean, I think that's what the whole process is. You file a report, and then um, the phone provider is gonna, depending on the report, back it up and maybe give her a free one. Hopefully, she gets a free one. Yeah, because uh, that sucks. Like a thousand, just just to be out a thousand dollars. Yeah, is like ridiculous. Well, that's I mean that's why Amazon is doing that whole new, uh, you know, give us a digital key to your home. We'll just put it inside your house instead of putting it at your front door but that just seems so sketchy to like give any amazon dude or any ups guy i saw a kickstart for a like a another product i think it's called the the box lock do you know what i'm talking about no but i can imagine i was thinking exactly like maybe that that would be a solution so there's a a lock that connects to your wi-fi and i guess it connects to your your deliveries Uh somehow and it the delivery person comes up grabs the lock that's it's pretty much a padlock like a complicated padlock yeah it's connected to a, a chest or some something you can mm-hmm. throw packages in the delivery driver scans the package the thing unlocks they put it in the lock box or in the box and close the padlock again and it only works for packages that are supposed to be delivered that day to your address that are out for delivery that day uh-huh. yeah so it's supposed to be a better solution than you know obviously like amazon key i don't like that idea of no. someone just coming into my house yeah you know that that's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's a big step. Well, that's impossible for me. The dogs, they go ape shit. Oh yeah, they're, they're, there's no dude. They lunged at these two like six year olds today. Frankie. Jesus, I took them. I took them for a walk. Not even Frankie. Surprisingly, Frankie was really good. It was Bo, the bigger yeah, one. He was whispering to Bo though. <laughs> He's like, you should, you should. He gonna beat the shit out of me, and I'm too you small. Know, you and know, Frank's the brain. Bo's the muscle. <laughs> <Take> <laughs> <get him. laughs> 
get him. Yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't take you guys nowhere, man. It's fucking embarrassing hmm. and dangerous. Yeah, seriously. So yeah, if an Amazon dude just thought he was just gonna open up the door and just, uh, oh, you have nice. But I like that idea. I like that Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah. That's like something a, that I could get behind. It's like an outside safe. Pretty much, yeah. I just would feel like, like I don't live in a neighborhood right now that like I would have to worry about that. I still, you know, I live in my like yeah. neighborhood that I grew up in. It's just a bunch of like middle-aged white people. You never know, though. Like I people mean, could be driving around just looking for packages. You're absolutely of right, but I live so deep in the neighborhood that like, I mean, they do. You're right. It still could happen. Yeah. But it's not that the chance of it is not as great as if I was in an apartment like like when I got my iPod stolen I was in an apartment complex Mm -hmm. and I was in the front of the neighborhood all they had to do was make one turn I was on the first floor and so my car is right there it's like a walking distance from the entrance of the apartment complex so I could see why that happened way more dense amount of people in an apartment complex too right people just walking around and shit like that yeah but in my neighborhood like you have to make I mean, you guys have come through the front entrance. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta go through like four stop signs to get to my neighbor or to get to the street that I'm on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, that's a hassle. Unless you go through the back and then just do the back. Yeah, the back it's is just a little like bit easier. It's probably good to have like one of those rings, the the with the cameras. So whenever someone like walking in front of your door, you records them. You yeah. ever seen that? Yeah. That's a good one. Like the nest one. I would probably get no. It's just called a ring, and so every time it detects motion in front of your house. It will send you a message to your phone with a picture or a video. You can actually you open an app and see who's in front of your door. Oh, hmm. uh, I like my, that. My sister has that at her house. and uh, Actually, it was stolen from her house. <laughs> oh, God. But the interesting <laughs> the thing. irony. Here's yeah. the interesting thing. Ring gave her a new one for free. They Good. should. Yeah. Good. They should give her two. Did they catch the guy who stole it? I think or a she, person? Yeah, I think they filed a report. I don't know if they caught her, but yeah. Oh, my God. Because it's, it's all cloud synced anyway, so if right. you still it, it's still going to you know right. whatever. So yeah, yeah they, they take it and they put it in their car. And it's yeah. just recording them the whole time. They're just <laughs> like going that. to McDonald's <laughs> and like go home and network. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely want to get one of those as well because you can see who's coming in front of your like going in front of your house. Yeah, and like checking your shit. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like I'd like something like that. And when I eventually move out of the house. Probably gonna go to an apartment, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'd lo- I'd want some added security because I, yeah, I really don't like the fact that they just leave shit at the front door. I, I hate. I, that I track shit. all my packages hate that shit. pretty closely, so mm-hmm. I know when it's being. Del- I can get text messages when it's delivered. Oh yeah, me too. I'm all about it. I'm yeah. all over it. But they have other options like Amazon has lock have lockers that you can mm-hmm. have it delivered to, and then you just go. That's pick a good it up one. From the I did really. Yeah. yeah, I did that close to my job. Um, because it would do the two-day shipping uh-huh. like, option versus sending it to my job. So I just went to like a 7-Eleven, and it's literally like they give you a number, you type it in, and it just opens a thing, and you just grab your packet, and you leave. Wait, at the 7-Eleven? Yeah. Yeah, it's literally a little box there. What? Yeah, and it's like you go up to it, you have a text message with a number. You put in a number, and as soon as you put that last number in, it just pops open. You just grab your packet. Yeah. That's crazy. Pretty cool, yeah. I, that's all you really need, really. Like, Especially if it's convenient to you. Why yeah, yeah there's, there's one right by my house. So I, if I right. wanted to, I could just ship it there. If something was so important that you're worried about it being stolen, then yeah, just have a ship to a locker, secured. Yeah. Like, you don't have any liability in it other than to pick it up. Yeah. Right. I mean, you might get robbed when you go up to the <laughs> Yeah, True. depending That's on what fault. it is. Put in that number. <laughs> <laughs> I usually, like, if I order something, I usually try to order it around when I would be at the house. So that delivers, and I'm there waiting for it. Yeah. 
Like if it's a two day thing, I'll order it on like a Thursday or Friday so that it delivers on Saturday oh, when I'm at oh, the house. That's you. what I'm saying. So yeah, but that's a hassle. Not much of a hassle. Yeah. It's just. I mean, all in all, it just kind of sucks that like you have to worry about the kind of sh- that kind of shit that I people are don't. just like. Wor- I, you know, I, it's on. It's in the back of my mind when I, if I have if I know that something's just sitting at my door outside of my house. Mm-hmm. It does bother me. And I'm just sitting there thinking all day. I'll just be thinking about it. Like, it's just yeah. sitting there. What if it rains? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've been somewhat lucky that nothing has been taken from the front of my house. But, like, the way that my house is, it's like you actually have to go into, like, this little area. It's not like an open area. And you have to, like, go into the. It's like a little foyer almost. Hmm. And that's where all my packages are. Most people stay out of there. Yeah. So true yeah i guess i guess i don't worry about it because we have two cameras pointing at the front door that's also true yeah you got yeah you got some nice security there (laughs) it helps that is that gives you some peace of mind yep yeah that would be nice but yeah the the more difficult you make it for people like you know i imagine that robbers like like uh going back to the ipod story for instance their operation was to just walk by cars and then just pull on the doorknob and see which ones were open you know they're not like it's not like an intricate operation you know there's no brains behind it it's just like who, who was the idiot who left their car that's, door open yeah that's that's, that's old it as time pretty much right and so i don't i don't think that people are that's you know people who are in, doing that kind of shit are not that sophisticated you know yeah so that's another thing that's like the more difficult you make it for somebody the less they're gonna try like yeah. you know you gotta make too many turns you gotta walk too far too close to the front door it's like fuck that i'm not i'm not doing all that Yep. I'll just steal from somebody else. <laughs> yep. So I wonder if your friend's house was like the front door was pretty close to the street or like it wasn't that hard it. to get to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. But it probably was super easy. They probably just drove by and was like, that looked like a phone outside the house. <laughs> and just took that shit. Yeah. Because imagine, I mean, like if you're that kind of dickheaded person, even if it was like a shit phone and you just took a chance then you know you didn't lose anything right you just walked up you stole like a fucking samsung j3 or whatever like a 200 dollars phone it's like a hundred dollar phone it's like a burner phone but you know oh, if it if it was a hat yeah. it would still be anything more you, you, than nothing right you, you know? just took a it, shot it and it worked you out take for a you. box that's all it is yeah yeah so you probably even, hit the jackpot uh, yeah he probably wasn't even thinking about it he saw it and it was like mm. this is a box let me grab it took it that's cracked it. it open motherfucker got a fucking iphone 10 Mm-hmm. Fuck him yeah. or them, girl, yeah. guy. Fuck that person. <laughs> Piece of shit. I mean, there's no way they got a, got away with it though. Why not? Because the phones have an uh, IMEI right number. So, so if she was for- smart enough to call her provider or anybody and go, she "Hey, yeah. block this," yeah, then the phone's useless. You know, that break the whole thing. Yeah, there's break. no way yeah. to. I believe yeah. it was also through Sprint, which means there's no SIM card. It's all attached to the phone. Yeah. So, so whoever they are, they're fucked. Yeah. Oh well, they, good. They stole the brick. Good. They stole like a beautiful paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I'd still turn it on and look at it. It's a ten, man. Take some and then pictures. It looks at you it. through the camera and takes your front your, your <laughs> oh, shit. picture of your right. face. Good point. Good <laughs> fucking point. Damn. Forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, still. I'd want to take a picture with it. Now it's just a camera. <laughs> yeah. Or you can use it on Wi Fi. You can still use it on Wi Fi. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know how blocking an an IMEI works. Yeah, but I've done it. I've had to do it before. Have I? Yeah, the phone I lost. Hmm. When the hell was that? Where was that? 
Has anybody ever had a phone stolen? Uh, no. I lost a phone, but I don't think I had it stolen, no. Did you ever have one stolen? I, I think. I don't remember. It wasn't an iPhone. I had a... I had a it wasn't... What was it called? Not a shadow. It was a fucking... Razor? It wasn't a razor. Oh, but it was in the... It was in the... Uh, the the era of razors. Okay. It was like one of the first smartphones. Smartphones, smartphones. Like mm-hmm. you go on the internet and like download fucking ringtones and shit, man. <laughs> what? Like, Whoa, what the fuck? Then I was playing basketball at uh UCF and there was just I mean there was like sixty people there. Mm-hmm. Like it was a it was a a boatload of people, you know. Everybody like waiting outside of the courts, I got next, you know, it was it was it was hectic. Yeah. And, you know, me being just an idiot just tossed it next to the hoop and didn't even think about it. You know, played a bunch of games, came back. Shit was gone. <laughs> My heart was broken, man. Mm-hmm. That, was a fir- that was the first phone that I got that was like a like a, a, a real piece of technology. Yeah. You know? Like my first phone was like a Nokia. Talking about this piece of shit? No, it was not that. It was a, it was all one phone. But it did kind of look like that. Maybe it was that, but the next generation of that. I had a phone that was like that. They had the slide phone like that in the Matrix. I remember everybody wanted that yeah, like yeah. slide phone. Is that called a shadow? Yeah. So maybe it was the next generation of that. Maybe it was a shadow. I think we're bringing back the slide phones. Think so? No. I mean, there's the uh, folding phones that I think Samsung's working on. Uh, they're foldable LED screens. Yeah. Oh. I saw I saw a prototype for uh, uh, malleable screens that was pretty cool that's definitely the future just being able to like wrap it around something or super thin yeah or sit on it sit on it put it in your wallet part of the part of the prototype was um like a uh, like an architect he'd like you know be looking at a a plot of land for instance and he pulls out his blueprint and the blueprint is like a digital blueprint he just unwraps it and then he can manipulate it as he goes Hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah pretty cool yeah Pretty cool stuff. <sighs> but we're still stuck with iPhone 10s. And what do you have, Bond? I have a Galaxy S8. Mm. Mm. Android well, boy for life. Yeah, mm. That's why your text messages show up green. Really? Loser. Green texter. Yeah. Because you're not on iMessage. Oh. Yeah, Google doesn't discriminate. It's all the same for us. Yeah. Well, we have a hangout. We're very inclusive. Apple does discriminate. Hangouts is great. I also have Google <clears throat> Voice I've been using for a very long time. Yeah, I had that. Yeah. Just my phone was shit, so. I still have it, but. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, Bon, you're here. Mm-hmm. And you're here to answer our hard pressing questions. No, I'm not. Is he? Is he? What you the are. fuck is going on? Is that what he's here for? That's what he's here for. What, he thought he was here to I hang out? I thought he back he, on the show. He thought we were seat. friends? No. Hot seat, hot seat, hot seat. You're here to answer our questions. Dropped off his games. I, I, I delivered some games for you That's guys. That's all it was, yeah. Bond's our inside man at EA. <laughs> and he's going to give us all the information. His blood pressure is very high right now. <laughs> I mean, okay. Obviously, you can't tell us anything that, like, the public doesn't know. Correct. But, like, what's the feeling behind the controversy that's going on? Like, what's the inner office feeling it. behind? Are you oh, guys right, okay? Right, let's let's, let's, let's kind of go in. Let's, let's explain a little bit. 
So the Battlefront 2 release uh, has been a little rocky uh, because yeah. of, of some of the information that wasn't uh, as readily available or as clear to the consumer when the game first released. Do you want to kind of expand, kind of help us out a little bit? Just give us a little Broad strokes. Little we're going to look at our data and then we'll adjust things and report back to you. <laughs> there it is. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I can't say anything outside of what has already been said, but... Um, I mean, obviously, my opinion's not the same opinion as EA. I'm just going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. And I also don't work on the Star Wars Battlefront team, so I don't know everything that's going on back there. Yeah. Um, but I want to say that this is kind of being extremely blown out of proportion, just as a gamer myself. Well, okay, let's um, backtrack for a second, because what, like, what's actually happening is the game com- the game's coming out, and then there's the season pass for the DLC. Yeah. And well, this is not even about the DLC. Well, this I know. I'm just I'm just kind of like kind of giving the uh the yeah. overall broad strokes. Right. There's the DL the season pass for the DLC which nobody's really tripping about, but there's also like pay to play aspects of the game. The, there's loot yeah. crates, there's The big the, controversy I feel was behind specifically um oh, what was it the the fact that you had to the heroes uh, yeah apparently play yeah the quote was you have to play 40 hours to unlock uh i think it was dark vader Darth so, vader vader was so basically the, the idea one. is if you bought the elite trooper pack which is 80 bucks on any console you basically didn't have any heroes they're still locked all yeah. the content's still locked and if you look at it in their perspective of money or having to put time into a video game, it sounds ridiculous. Right. But that's including the whole I you know, idea behind loot crates or loot boxes, um and having to pay to to get items and unlock content. So there's I see both sides of it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you know nobody wants to pay a lot of money or spend a lot of time to unlock things in a game. At the same time, uh, just having work there uh, you look at what motivates gamers, what they like to have, and like they they love to have a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to say, you know, I achieved this thing, and I, and uh, they want to be able to show it off to people. So if somebody spent forty hours to play to get Darth Vader, and you see them in the game with Darth Vader, you're like shit. Like they put the time into it. Yeah, you know. Um, but I definitely see both sides. The one like I think the uh, article that Rolling Stones put out. It said that in order to unlock all the content in uh, Battlefront 2, you needed to put in 4,500 hours. 4,500 hours. Or spend $2,000. Damn! That's overworking full-time for a full year. Yeah. So it's... it's Yeah, it is. it sounds extremely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that, the good thing is that they're listening. They, they uh, EA reduced that costs. Mm-hmm. They're adjusting things. Like, they're not saying, hey, we made this decision and that's it, you know? Yeah. Like they're adjusting it, and that's, I think that's the best thing we could have done is, is do that. I mean the the, I do agree that like the sense of accomplishment is there, especially like you could totally say that with Destiny too. Yeah, Destiny easily. Like you like, look at you look at a guy and you're like that motherfucker put work in. Yeah, yeah. And you like me? He's shiny. Know, look at him. You like yeah. to see, you like to show that off. Like look, look at the shit that I got. Like right. you don't got this shit. I put the work in. Yeah. But to have to spend, almost. You know, like eighty dollars is a lot of money for them to to have to go in and Put fucking in. still play the game. Yeah. Like, there's the 
pay to win aspect or the pay to play or whatever, which I don't agree with. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But if you do want to go that route and then you still have to pay or you still have to play to get that content, then what the fuck are you paying for? You know? Yeah. It's so it's it's arguable though, right? Because because you're you can't expect that okay, I paid sixty dollars or eighty dollars for a game. I should have access to everything that's on mm-hmm. this disc. Yeah, for but, sure. But like, you sh- but you do though well, no, because no, no, no. the standard price of the game is sixty bucks. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna put in forty five hundred hours of my life, then I want to pay the standard price for that thing. I'm not gonna overpay and then still have to put that work but in. That's develop- crazy. Developers have been doing that for a long time. Like, right. All those pre order DLCs and shit like. Or those uh, any kind of pack that comes out later on and is you know it seems like you'll get the DLC and it's like 400 kilobytes. It's because it's a key because it unlocks whatever content is on the disc right. already. The disc you already bought. Right. They've been doing that forever. Yeah. I well yeah I guess that's yeah. basically yeah the same thing but reworded basically. I, like I don't now. think that you're entitled to everything on a disc just because you paid the money for it the physical disc but I that's think the whole game like that's it's, it's that's how it's always game. been though but you like just it. because i bought gran turismo sport doesn't mean that i i should have access to every single car in the game immediately. yeah well yeah that's no. the thing that we were talking about before was like there was this whole controversy about you know should you be able to have like a cheat code that unlocks everything on the disc like even if you weren't because a lot of people don't beat games anymore yeah. like that's been a stat that's been yeah. out for a while it's like the majority of people play a game for a few hours and then get off of it. They don't continue the entire story. They don't finish the game. They don't 100% it at how's, all. How's Destiny, Adam? <coughs> Pretty good. Um, so a lot a lot of people were saying, well, I mean, I paid $60. I should have some way to access this endgame content, right? Right. Uh, I mean, that's kind of similar as far as the argument right. goes. What, what, what business is it of the developer to go, well, they're not, they're not beating the games? Well, who cares? They're buying the games. Well, I mean, that's so part give of them the content. That's part of the game challenge. If you don't have the the reason, it the carrot in front on the stick, matter. but it does. As matter. a developer, you shouldn't be. Or I can see how you you could be upset. People aren't beating your games, but if you want to stay in business, the only thing that matters, people are buying it. But why would that's people it. beat the game if there's not an incentive to right. beat the game? If it's not easy, if it's especially if it's easy, so, why would they play it? Especially something like Battlefront, where it's like. It's an online community. It's supposed to be an online community, just like Destiny is, right? So if there's no reason to continue to play to a- to try to achieve something, whether it's Darth Vader or you know a new lightsaber color or whatever, there's no reason to keep playing that game. It's like the the content ends uh, at a certain I mean, point. We could we could talk about Overwatch if you want, <laughs> but but they continue so to come out with new this, content. This is and- the difference. This is where we're separating. This is the separating point here is that you're thinking about a multiplayer game versus a single player game. I think in in the sense of multiplayer, like competitive gaming, like Counter-Strike, yes, everything should be there for you as soon as you get it. Like when you buy CSGO, you should not have to level up a gun to be able to compete with anyone else. That that makes sense. For a single player game, so let's say Cuphead or anything else that like like Uncharted, even Mega Man, for example, old school Mega Man. Okay. Um, you should not have everything unlocked as soon as you start playing that game you should have to earn it um, but the content we're talking about in particular is is, multiplayer. is multiplayer access right and, and that's where I, I get that point like I get that if it's if it's somebody else can play Darth Vader and kill me immediately with that because they spent you know a hundred bucks or something then it's kind of unfair on a competitive advantage because it's just like that person spent more time yeah. but then isn't destiny kind of like that in a way or not destiny uh 
what's this other game? It's similar to Destiny, but it, what Warframe? No, it's uh, it's like it's got like a city in it, and you run around. <sighs> there are a few Destiny light games. It was on PC. It was the first PC game that was like Destiny. Um, it was like uh, there was like a certain area that you went into PvP, and it was you're talking about not Planet Side, right? No, it was like a urban game. But you also had to level up, and there, there, uh, people were complaining that like the Ubisoft game. Yes. Oh, the division. The, the division. division. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. that was like a game where it's like for some reason you can't kill certain things because you just didn't put in the time. But it's like a multiplayer game. I, I guess that's where I, a lot of I, I guess a lot of developers are trying to mesh like single player aspects of games. Like you're right in Cuphead, you need to progress in a single player game, like, like an RPG. I'm not going to expect to be, you know, the right. end game level and the beginning of the level. Yeah. But in a multiplayer game where everything should be competitively even, yeah. it's not fair. I don't think it's fair to go, all right, you need to put in 40 hours at least to get this one character and then another 40 to yeah. get another character. Mm-hmm. But that's. And so on and so on. That's why I don't like the Crucible because it's about how much time you spend to get an exotic gun. And it's like, okay, well. Now it's unfair to everyone else that can't get the same gun because. Mm, it, but you could do the PVEs and get an exotic. You, you could don't have but, to do PVE, but you have to put in the time for it. You have to progress in the game. I, to get but it. I think that that's the point, though. I think we're kind of we're, we're kind of Destiny, we're in the, we're in the weeds here a little Destiny bit. Destiny splits <laughs> that hair. Where it's like, well, if you want these, you can do PVP yeah. and get it, or you could also do PVE and maybe yeah. get it. Yeah, too. I think the reason why Destiny hasn't gotten. Um, any flack for it and this is the reason why EA is getting flack for it is the progression is through a loot crate that you can purchase right so, but that, bro, that's what I'm saying like it's the added money it's the microtransactions like again going back to the initial cost like if I spend $60 on the game and then you tell me that I have to put 40 hours in to earn Darth Vader I'm okay with that I spent the standard price on the thing and then I have to put the work in to earn that thing that's on the game I'm okay with that yeah. What I'm not okay with is spending twenty more dollars on access to this thing, and then still having to put forty hours and getting that thing. So, first of all, if you only get the standard edition, do you even have access to Darth Vader and characters like that? Everything can be unlocked through the standard edition. You don't need. Okay, you don't need to buy the. So what the fuck are you paying the money for? The elite edition. I forgot what it was. It comes is with it a season of, pass. It comes. With the, a it comes with a season pass, but that's the thing. The season pass, like okay, for, so for the first. The first game, the season pass was access to maps, Lando, Calrissian, and the maps and new right. guns and stuff like each, that. Each but it map, came out quarterly. Yeah, each map had a, a pack of different characters that came with it too. Yeah, I don't think so. there's anything you can't get through paying more for any of those editions. It's just like mm-hmm. a digital deluxe edition. But see, the beta, maybe this is like I haven't really been. I've just been following it lightly because I mean, what from what I've read, I'm just like, eh, you know, what? I'm not gonna bother with it. Yeah, but the beta. I guess the gameplay was way different than what they're saying it's going to be now because when in the beta you wanted to play a hero you just had to perform well enough in the game to get a certain amount of points and then spawn as the hero you want in that certain level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's different now. You they changed it. I don't and think I so. think that's what people are upset about is that it it's it was deceiving to go all right well all you need is this many points to get it get this hero i think it's i think it's still the same way i think yeah no i think it's a different mode i think there's like a hero's game mode that i think you can get the heroes unlocked for i'm not 100 sure obviously i haven't played the game yet really none of us have in the first one it was heroes versus villains and it was just 
just the special characters. Right. That was one game mode, so maybe that's what it is. Like, you don't have access to certain characters unless you've earned them or paid for them in that mode. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like people just need to play the game before they yeah. complain about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the that's the thing I was gonna bring up is like, first of all, there the easy fix for this is that there is, a like a hardcore game mode that you can make in hardcore game mode where these things like these extra additions to the game aren't added to it, and it's just like a level playing field, and you can have a strictly pure CS:GO style match if you really wanted to. That could be an easy fix, I think, for a lot of these problems. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, I feel like people went into this wanting to hate it because it's from EA, too. And the second you hear anything about microtransactions, it's like, just going to dog, but the internet's going to dogpile on it. So I feel a little bad for this entire situation. I understand why people are upset about it. But at the same time, I feel like people went into it wanting to hate it. Some people went into it, at least, wanting to hate it just because it's coming from this company. And it... I don't know. Yeah. Like it, we can't blame because EA doesn't have the best track record. Every company they buy up, they destroy that franchise. That's a little rough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Bond. Maybe don't say that. <laughs> Sorry, Bond. Um, I, I just say goodbye it, to Titanfall. By the way, no, Titanfall Three is coming out. Rest in peace. It's guaranteed now. Got I'm happy about that. I mean, yeah. Enjoy your microtransactions. That's fine. It, I'll t- as long as I get a, a, a Titanfall Three. I mean, I don't Give know it to me. I can say EA has been messing up every studio, and I don't want to. I'm not trying to defend EA because I worked there. Uh huh. Company man, <laughs> um, infiltrated. But it's, it's, it's. I don't think it's about EA trying to change our image. I think because I mean I work there and I, I I see the developers. I talk with developers, and nobody there is like we want to do this because we want to just take money from people. Like. Most of the people there genuinely care about the games that they're working for, that they're making. Um, for me, it would be all the sports titles. Everyone wants to make a game that's like good, that's really good, that people want to play. You know, yeah. Nobody is really just trying to 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 like. There's a motive that they just want to make money. If something sucks, the developers there are not quiet about it. They don't just like hide behind their computers and just like work and just not do anything. Every if there's an idea that we think sucks. They say it like it, it's that's I've seen it happen all the time. Yeah, like you're gonna do that? No, that doesn't make sense. Why are we doing that? You know, and, and we're always questioning whatever everything that we do. We're not just doing it blindly. Um, if like for example, how things were handled today with the AMA, like we didn't need to do that, and we knew that doing that, we were gonna catch all the shit for it anyways, regardless. Mm-hmm. We did it anyways because it was like, look, at least we want to just like in many ways kind of mimic. Oh, this is not what EA did or said or anything, but. If you look at how Overwatch handles their community with the videos and all that stuff, like yeah. it's like they they do it very well, mm-hmm. um, and I think I think that's what we're trying to do in a way. We're trying to kind of have this um, connection with the community, and I think the AMA that we did was good. They went to the wrong community to try that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's I think that's that that goes to show that like we're trying to do something, and it wasn't just EA. It was Dice, the studio that actually worked on Battlefront and. You know, like they went in and they tried to answer the questions as best as they could. Yeah. Some people were happy with it. Some people were, you can't please them. Like, honestly, I've seen um, comments on like Facebook, on Instagram for like even franchises like Madden, um, for Titanfall, for mm-hmm. every every single game that, that EA has. And there's always someone in every single post that's just like, why don't you fix this? Why don't you fix that? Why are you focusing on this? And it's like, you can't make them happy. Even with like The Sims, for example. You know, everyone wanted 
um, a lot of people wanted pets. Cats and dogs came out. Yeah. When that came out, they're like, "Why are we focusing on that? Like, you can't please everyone. You just can't." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No matter the censorship. No matter what. You, <laughs> oh my god. Skate four. I want to um, see some dogs. Skate four. <laughs> yes. Uh, no matter what EA does, it seems like you can't make everyone happy. So, I mean, when you're a company that big, like, what do you do? Do you focus on the information that you have about the majority of your players? Or do you look at every single Facebook comment and say, "Let's just make this just deliver on every single thing here," you know? Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> it's it's a lot harder. I, they I have think. the money. Do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, see what sticks. I haven't even played the Battlefront two yet, and I have access to it, and I'm still gonna get it, I guess, and, and check it out. I I really enjoyed the beta though, so I mean, yeah, the beta was fun. It. Yeah, I had fun with the beta. So, and I mean, I've heard, I've seen comments where people were saying that the single player was bland. Hmm. Um, I've heard that it's it's kind of safe. Buggy. Overall, but I don't Safe, know. yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I like the Star Wars franchise, so I'm, mm-hmm. hopefully it's not really that safe. But if you even take EA out of the equation and you think about all the Star Wars movies that have been coming out, yeah. I feel like the fans have also been very... Um, very highly critical of everything that they've oh, done. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Star Wars is definitely a property that people hold close to their hearts, so you have to get it right. It, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's the perfect storm of sort of, you know, EA being EA and, like, you know, people wanting to target them, and then also Star Wars being such a beloved franchise that, like you were saying, it's mm. you can't please everybody. I think we'll turn it around. I, I That's that's what I feel like. I uh, feel like. Yeah, I mean, as long as people start playing it, right? Like... Even if even if people don't play it, I think EA still cares enough about the the franchise enough that they will adjust it as best they can as long as people complain about it. Right, mm-hmm. um, and that's the good thing I mean, about. What if this? What if this bombs? What if it falls on its face completely? Like then, do you do you think like Star Wars would go to like a different developer or or anybody else? Because EA is so big, like it's almost impossible to fail. But it looks like. It, I don't know the numbers, but I know I'm probably not going to get it until they change something. I mean, who would you think would would do the Star Wars franchise better? Bungie. Bungie? Like Ooh. Activision? No, not Activision. Bungie. Well, Bungie's owned All right, then 343. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Microsoft, you're saying? Sure. Mm. See, well, that's the problem. You don't like Halo? Uh, Love Halo. Yeah. <laughs> Love Halo. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I, but that's 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 the problem. Fuck it. Give it's it to Nintendo. Problem. It's Blizzard. All, all too big. Give it to Nintendo. Well, let's Blizzard, have you ever heard of this game called Hearthstone? That's yeah. like loot crate capital right there. Like that's <laughs> well, yeah, okay, play to but, win forever. But, okay, okay, but Starcraft two is not play free to play. It it is now, yeah. Well and look at the way they did well, they do, that game. Look at the way they do Overwatch. Like that's a that's a rewarding system. Like it, it can be frustrating at times, but like, you have, you know, you in the game, the trust. you can pay the money to get the things that you want, or yeah. you can play the game, get the credits in-game, and earn the things that you want, or yeah. you can leave it up to chance. I mean, what I want is the option of all three of those things. The problem is these games that put things behind paywalls that you can only get through microtransactions or paying for loot boxes. That's the problem. Those loot boxes aren't... In, They're cosmetic. in Battlefront, in Battlefront, are not simply cosmetic, right? Because yeah. you might get a hero, right? In, in Overwatch, those are cosmetic. They affect the gameplay mm-hmm. in 
not a single way. Right. Right. And that's another but thing. You Plus, also have to I consider... would trust Blizzard and I would trust Bungie more than EA because both of those, as far as the history of Destiny 1 and Overwatch, have listened to the community feedback thoroughly and adjusted their systems accordingly to everything that, that has been said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so here's the other thing that you have to consider is that Bungie completely owns everything about Overwatch. EA doesn't own everything about Star Wars. So it's not just being able to to make a change that everyone just suddenly wants. It has to go through a bunch of different processes yeah. in order to do it. And I'm not saying that there's a restriction on anything, but... But there's going to be one person down the road that's like, uh-uh. Well, you just can't be as versatile just just saying, hey, we're going to you know make this skin for this thing that's just like completely out of nowhere. Yeah. You know he's, a, I mean? he's an SS soldier. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like there's too many cooks in the kitchen right now. They're like both. You have two huge companies right you know ea right. and three and Star- disney disney and ea disney, like, disney ea and dice. dice you know how big those ships are like right. to make any decision like think about how many people that has to go through i mean right. what if it's too overwhelming of an undertaking that like you know this is something that just inevitably cannot do yeah. what they wanted to do i'm just saying it's a bigger it's a it's a bigger picture than what everyone's making it seem like mm-hmm. that it can be so easily done with, with yeah because yeah. i mean like half the internet saying oh lazy devs you know like that that's what everybody yeah. just wants to go to yeah, automatically they blame the devs not yeah, the ones it's, above that's, them. right yeah. exactly that's it's probably ridiculous. the worst thing you can do because i feel like the devs there are really dedicated right. yeah. they do especially at dice. have to be to make something like yeah. that like yeah, yeah. it's insanely immersive like it's well, not like they just slapped it together not only yeah. that but they worked on most likely most of them worked on battlefront one and that took a hit and it's like we're doing this thing we're doing this thing that's going to be really great and then it comes out and it's just like complete like everyone's just shitting on yeah. it. it's like like how does that for a developer how does that make you feel and i'm not saying that um makes me feel bad bon i'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that we should like you know completely like void out how we feel about this game. I'm not mm-hmm. saying the game's perfect either. I'm just saying that like people need to also be human beings about it. Yeah, you, know but I mean? you, you just it, it the the problem is like there's a struggle between like you know trying to understand the motivations behind some of the the the, fi- the financial aspect versus like the the product itself. So it's like as far as the developers are concerned, like when you play Battlefront, for instance, like the game itself was a fun game to play. That and and the heroes were pretty faithful to the movies and like yeah. the gameplay felt great like what they did to the actual game was great but then you have to you have to weigh that with like some of the other things like i didn't i didn't pay for the season pass like i just didn't want to spend almost double the amount of money to get more maps and more characters like that just didn't seem that just didn't make sense to me yeah you know but there are people who get out the whole there thing for five dollars yeah right what? That's the other thing. It's like once it once you just wait a little yeah. bit, then they just give it like, away. It's like, well, like what the imagine, fuck? Imagine being the guy that's like, oh, I'm gonna buy you know, a sixty dollar game, thirty dollar season pass, just for it, less than a year later to go on sale for five dollars. Yeah. Any game though, that's any game. Literally no, no, no. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that that's a EA specific thing, but it's yeah. just it's the concept. Like I honestly, as far as I'm concerned, like EA as a company. Like all of that, like its reputation doesn't really matter to me. It's the concept of microtransactions and and loot crates and things like that. Like what gaming is becoming right now. That's what's troubling to me. What it seems like and what it feels like is is I can see just from a layman's point of EA being like, ooh, 
you know, and they got their greedy little hands rubbing together. Star Wars. Yeah. Let's just crank them for all they that's got. That's we do it. You got to put <laughs> 40 hours in for one person. That's, you know, you got to put four, 4,500 4, hours for 40. everything. That's 40. over, what, $2,100,000? Yeah. Or 2100 It was like dollars $2,100. Like actual money just to unlock everything for a $60 game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Everyone at EA has to grow a mustache out so they could twirl it mm-hmm. as they yeah, develop yeah. games. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> so we have our weekly meetings and we're like, how can we make this game more money? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, dude, like when you see if you don't get if you don't do the research, you don't look into things and you don't have all the information on the surface. That's how some of this cu- how some of this stuff can look to the casual consumer when you tell somebody oh, hey yeah. you can spend 60 bucks on a game or you can spend 80 bucks on this game and get the season pass but you still have to work for certain yeah. characters like, yeah, that's how it could look to people and I'm not saying that anyone's feelings are wrong about like how they like towards the game like I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying that there is a lot behind it and I've seen I've read the Reddit AMA and people are like show us the data and it's like come on like you're really gonna ask a company for data that's proprietary to them like it's, right yeah, what we're telling yes, you is that this is the internet yeah, yeah God, that's a little just, ridiculous we're saying that we're basing our decision not blindly we're looking at what people are doing well the thing is yeah. any company would say that and the thing is if you are then but would you not expect any game company to use their data to make their decisions on games yeah well if you have it put it up show us the data yeah but you're not just showing the guys on reddit you're showing Everyone. The, the world, world. Yeah. your data. Well, your decision was outrageous enough to upset the internet this much. Show us your decision. That's making. still a lot to ask of yeah, a company the, to like the, show. Yeah, but the thing is, this, shut up. Show the, us your ass. The point <laughs> is, is that gamers felt a certain way about a certain feature. They don't need data for us to say, okay, we hear you. We're going to make the change. We're right. going to work on that. That's well, people it, think that they're it. entitled to things like that because they're like, I want to know your motivation behind the something thing is that like even that. Even if we release the data, someone's going to say something about it and be like, oh, this is bullshit. That's you doctored. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the, the, there, there's, it's no point going down that path. It's just that, you know, okay, we get it. You don't like microtransactions. You don't like progression through loot crates. You don't like, you know, needing to spend more money or someone else having to pay money to, to be better than you yeah. if you need to spend so much hours or working for you know whatever you feel like you're entitled to like it's but those are the majority of the opinions though that's what that that's the hard part to kind of wrap your head around is like who's saying that they want microtransactions and loot crates and progression through paywalls and things right. like that no one's asking there for might that be some people out there who are just like you know what i'm not a full-time the, gamer this is the whole 80 percent of your profit comes from like 20 percent of your like your base or it, your fan base it, or whatever it could be but i'm not saying that, that this game's based on making profit because you know there's rich people. motherfuckers out there that would be like oh how much do i have to pay to unlock everything oh yeah, yeah right. you're talking about the whales right like right. the people that just buy everything they possibly can at, right. at the start right. to try to get an advantage right. not yeah. not the average gamer not any just <clears throat> the rich people the one percent if you want that are just like yeah that's it yeah i'll throw that at that yeah sure yeah. but then that but then that goes back to what you were saying about the developers who make a game and go, you know, I want the player to earn this shit. So then, you know, that argument doesn't really work anymore because if like you're going to give people, right, if you're going to give people access to just pay for everything on the onset, then there is no sense of accomplishment. Well, well there's a different sense of accomplishment. So there's, you have the money that, to pay for it. That, there's that argument Filthy that, peasants. you know, there's, there's some rich guy who, who can suddenly have all the money to pay for everything. But then there's also like, the like people who just are not 
that great at games. Well, fuck them. Well, okay. <laughs> Be better. So, so, I guess pulling back the whole subject of Cuphead. Now we get one beer in in here. We start Cuphead cursing and, people and out. Inclusion. Get all these logics. Who, who can't like, you know, who just have like, you know, whether it's disabilities or you just can't play through a game, you know, but maybe they have the money to pay for items to unlock. Like you're kind of allowing them to at least experience, you know. A part of a game, of course, yeah. they had to pay more for it. Yes, that but, is a very yeah. niche niche part of the demographic. But is it though? Is it? I don't know. Adam you don't Mark, have the data. Adam well, no, well, play I, it, I, look, so maybe look, you're right. <laughs> what I'm Show saying is, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with giving people access to just paying for something. The problem is putting something behind a large paywall, and and either you have to either you have to spend a lot of your time or a lot of your money. Like I just don't think that there's an equal balance. Like okay, like NBA 2K for instance. Oh. Like that's a whole nother thing. But that's like it's a different studio, obviously altogether. But it's the same concept. It's like you know. Well, thank you. It's Wait. not just for you. No, it's for me. It's it's a really complex. Situation. No, but like, like uh, here, for it's like how. But like, like on, okay, so NBA 2K for instance, you can you can play the game and then they cap your guy's level at you know a certain stat point and then they're like well you can practice or you can spend money on x amount of attributes mm-hmm. the practice why the practice to, what do you mean you're why? supposed to be a franchise player yeah why would you i want to practice you're talking about practice exactly dog the practice takes <laughs> hours of yeah. your real life yeah and like you said people are busy man i don't have time to sit down and be fucking practicing in a fucking digital gym yeah. with a fucking like I don't have time Meanwhile, for that you shit you could be actually practicing exactly I could be outside <laughs> shooting a real basketball no, 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 I ain't no, got no, time no. Marco, for that shit when you do that your phone gets stolen that's true you're right I should probably stay inside yeah, stay inside a video game lesson learned but it, that's so why you could do that you or, won't get your phone stolen or you could spend the money for it yeah but that's a like with NBA 2K for instance the problem has been that it's a very large paywall like they, a lot of their game is based around the My Court, which is their on, their online yeah, yeah. Uh, access mm-hmm. thing, and you multi, It's basically their equivalent to the multiplayer, right? And that is a very pay to win <coughs> mode in the oh, yeah. game. I know and, all about the two K drama, right? Sure. So <laughs> you spend you spend X amount of dollars, you max out your character, and you're better than people online. You are literally it's like playing Destiny and buying all of the legendary stuff that you want. No, don't like that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and that's our challenge of it. That's right? A, a, right, right. There, but there is no challenge I in NBA 2K. You right. don't earn any of that. You just pay for it, and then you are literally better than actual people in the game because your player is just like he's just gonna make more shots. He's gonna be able to dribble better. He's gonna be able to dunk better. He's gonna be able to run faster. He's just gonna be yeah. a better player in the game, regardless of what you do. And that is the trend that these games are going toward and that's the problem it's like i don't have a problem with you giving people access to all of those aspects of the game pay to win or earning that shit but the disparity between spending 20 extra dollars and maxing out your character or spending 40 to 50 hours Mm -hmm. earning that shit is a huge disparity and that's the problem yeah and honestly if i were to have my way with it i would probably follow like the Overwatch and Destiny um, kind of method of making things limited to time. 
so like we we recently did something with uh, NBA Live where you could only get a cosmetic item if you played um, a specific mode within a certain hour. And you couldn't unlock it if you didn't do it. So yeah. you, I mean, you couldn't get it. So once it was done, that's it. You're you're done with. Yeah, it's like what Overwatch, Overwatch does. Yeah, with holidays the, yeah. you can't get skinned unless you're playing the game during that time. Oh fuck. So I Same feel thing like, with Destiny. God damn, that just right. reminded me of the nice skin I wanted to buy. <laughs> so I would probably do that. What did you do? What happened? I fucking forgot. What? Um, I forgot to buy the uh, Cthulhu skin for uh, Zenyatta. See on this? it. <laughs> um, fucked up. I so I, I would fuck. do that. I would. I would certainly charge money for cosmetic items. Mm-hmm. And, you suck. Um, I guess you gotta wait till next year, bud. Keep keep the loot crates to free to play games. Yeah, yeah, and that would be yeah. It. yeah. I, I mean, the, sort of. I mean, I feel like we've kind of beaten this subject to the ground. Yeah. But really, the last thing I want to say about it is that video games are kind of an interesting medium because they are a mixture of art and business. So that makes them inherently very complicated. And we're learning as we go along as far as like what the balance is as far as what people will tolerate and, you know, what makes an entertaining and engaging sort of uh, uh, community to live within. Because that's what it's all about now is, you know, especially for online games, online community and keeping people coming back for more and having that carrot constantly in front of the player so they they come back to it. Because if not, your community dies, your game dies, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I think that ask evolve yeah oh exactly Thanks. exactly so i mean the the thing is i i just wish that it wasn't such a toxic place because you don't really see this in movies so much you don't right. you don't see it in music as much like i feel like it's nearly exclusive the amount of vitriol that is spewed at something that i mean people are genuinely upset about which makes good sense word, good word thank you uh something like something that people have a genuine argument about and like i I totally get and i I tend to agree you know like i don't want to pay to win system i i want to make sure that the game is you know oh oh, we know dog balance (laughs) we know bro yeah like and all that stuff (laughs) all that stuff is important to me but at the same time like you don't have to personally attack people who are just trying to make a piece of entertainment for you like i hate that about video game culture and i love video games but that's something that like i just don't tolerate anymore as an adult like it it's terrible for me to see are you the person that like reports comments yeah exactly that's you flag 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 (laughs) yeah no but i like i genuinely feel bad for like the the devs who worked on uh uh what's it called uh yeah battlefront and like you know just people getting kind of harassed basically online for doing nothing but trying to make a product that you will enjoy yeah you know like for fun I feel like people are on the radar thinking that EA is forcing their developers to be quiet about it. Right. But the reality of it is nobody wants to say anything because people are going to fucking attack the shit out of them. Yeah. As soon as you identify yourself as like the person in charge of whatever, it's like, oh, let's go up for them. You know, it's like, damn, okay. Like you can't have any second opinion about anything. No. That's including why I haven't said anything on Twitter or anything about it. It's like, there's no way I'm going to put myself out there. Yeah, no. (laughs) Well, Bond, your watch said it all and that's time. (laughs) <laughs> no, I actually have one more topic I want to talk about. Oh, okay, so we're gonna can we what? can we do this? Yeah, Bon has a topic. Come on, special guest. This might do take it. twenty minutes. Though. Oh shit! I'm so hungry. Okay? I fucking hate you. Come on, I want to do this because I think it'll be really, 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 really. Can I use the bathroom? Helpful later. Yeah, man. All right, go to the bathroom. I have to go to the bathroom too, but I was gonna wait. No, everybody go to the bathroom. Yeah, you, uh, that's what they do. Can we cut it here? We'll no, right we're not back. gonna cut it. We're be gonna right keep back. going. Oh, we're gonna keep going. I'm sorry. We're gonna keep this shit moving. We're gonna keep this fucking boat. Should I just moving, like man. go into the topic? 
No, no, no. Wait for him to come back. He's right there. You can hear me. No. He's going to pee. Go to the bathroom. He's going to pee and he has a loud pee stream. He's got a loud stream. (laughs) He's got a loud loud stream. Jump rope. I trip over it. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. That ain't my mic. It's his mic. If I I trip, then I'm tripping. Ah, damn. Did you guys log out all the parts where I was talking? No. Nope. Redacted. Redacted. (laughs) His face is too blurry in this picture. But... Oh, because you're using the uh, portrait mode. I am. I wanted to make it, yeah. Well, you it focuses just, on the one thing. You should have just focused, focused right there. Him. No, no, actually, but I no, wanted go into editing. Beard. Go into editing, and then you can adjust the uh, the amount of that effect. Really? Yeah. So okay. That's a new thing. How? Um, use that guy. More? No. No. Markup? No. Wait. Wait, is that it? That ain't it. No. Well, we'll do it later. We'll figure it out later. Okay. We'll do it later. All right. Okay. Anyway. Hey, Mark. What? Don't forget you bought. You forgot to buy that Zenyatta skin. Yeah, fuck you, man. <laughs> Life's hard, man. Did you see the Zenyatta skin? No, I didn't see it's it. really cool. It cool. Yeah. Cthulhu. It's really fucking cool. It's just got a squid face. He's all purple. Very squid dope. Face. Very dope. Anyway. Oh, we have another one. Open me. Mm. Barehanded. Pull up, drink. He is shot, drink. Sit, Sit down, down, drink. Stand Faded. up, drink. Faded. Did it? Uh, does anybody need any more? Yeah. Ban. Ban. Any more? What? You don't want any more? Nah, not really. Ban. All right, we'll split it amongst us three then. That's my cup, you some bitch. Yeah, why is your <laughs> cup over here? Get that shit out of here. Fuck Don't him. It, no, yeah, I'm gonna drink it. I'm gonna drink what he. Hey, okay, why you guys do that? Do it. Rock on. What? I just want to say that. Here, pour that for him. Get ready to hit Bond. Bond. What is it? Give the us Game Awards nominations have been announced. For what? Video games. The video games. Are <laughs> like what? <laughs> Most video is gaming. So Most video is gaming. You can now go in and vote for all the nominees for the games. Oh, that's cool. Oh. And so I wanted to see if we wanted to go to the categories. Oh, shit. All right, let's do it. Yeah. About the games. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let's go into that. And maybe we can make it quick, like, you know, two, three minutes. Nope. (laughs) We're going to expand. Lightning round. Game of the year, which is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Wow. Nominees are Breath of the Wild. Mm. Super Mario Odyssey, which is weird because that game just came that out. That just yeah. came out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> PUBG. Like... All right. Persona 5. Mm. He's the only one that's going to be have. Yeah. And Horizon Zero Dawn. <sighs> huh. Good game. My vote went to Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm guessing Breath of the Wild for you, too. Absolutely. Yeah, Breath of the Wild for me. For all three of you guys. Yeah. Okay. Across the board? Yep. Are you kidding me? So You agree? Cool. Fine. Did you even Mark, play it? Mark? No, you I didn't play it. Of course right. not. Then what the fuck? You have no idea. Mark doesn't. Mark has no idea what's <laughs> happening. I only played it a little bit. It's so definitely not really. PUBG. It's definitely not PUBG. PUBG does one thing and one thing well. Uh-huh. That's it. Is that a problem? No, it's not a problem. But if if you're looking for like it's not a, game of yeah, the year, it's, it's not game complete. of the year, it's not a complete game. Yeah, yeah. it's it's I not totally like it. There's so much more that Breath of the Wild does. Right. That you know, I know what Persona Five is. Yeah. yeah. 
get the fuck out no, of no, it. No, 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 no. Like, Persona 5 is more of the same of something great that people love. But right. it's, Breath not of the something, Wi- it's not something everybody loves. Breath of the Wild that- for Zelda is a revolution. And it's something that they can carry on for the next Zelda games, too. Like, I feel like it's new. It's a completely new platform for Zelda to be on. Right. Which is already a beloved franchise. We, we but talked about this, sort of. This is, like, the third generation of, like, Zelda games. Yeah. We had, like, the top-down Zeldas that right. was on uh, NES, S- okay. SNES. I get, I get you guys. All right, we're done. Yep. Next, next subject. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then you Breath have the Breath of the Wild's going to get it, for sure. I think yeah, so. of course it's going to get it. Yeah. yeah. And then you're yeah. going to cry about it. And go, yeah, well, whatever. oh, okay, but... Uh, hey, but, Zelda. But Mario Odyssey, though, you know, none of us have had a chance to get our hands on it but it's cleaning up yeah oh yeah yeah cleaning up so again masterpiece perfects everywhere so i think i think if there's anybody any any game that's going to give uh breath of the wild some competition it'll be that i think this would be a good topic to have when they release the the results yes Uh uh-huh so when they release the results you come back we talk we'll talk more about it yeah so next category is best game direction and this is awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and Mm. innovation in game direction and design so okay. kind of like what the last one was, but um, more about how the game progressed in like the entire development of it, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so first nominee is Wolfenstein 2. Mm, oh, man, I've been dying to play that game. Resident Evil 7. Uh, how far have you gotten in that? Uh, yeah, first five yeah. minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Resident little Evil bitch. 7, Bi- Biohazard. Scary. Watch out, little bitch. Breath of the Wild once again. Oh. Super Mario Odyssey once again. Huh. And Horizon Zero Dawn once again. Mm. From what I've played, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's what I believe. Um, Are you not done with that game yet? I'm not done with the game yet. I'm I'm really close, but like the progression of the game, I yeah. feel it like it. Can we? Can I talk to you? For, yeah. What's taking this guy so long? The problem is, he gets other games. No, it's just every time I walk into this guy's room, he's, he's fucking playing. Like, he's just bad. He's not playing that one game though. He's always just. Is he not good with the bow and arrow? It's probably so. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. It's a pretty good game. Like the the progression of it is, I feel very strong as far as how you like the strength you feel leveling up is really good. And you know, like it, it's an empowering game as you can as you go further and further. We're talking about is it because you're a female protagonist? Yes. I feel like well, see that that's why I'm not going to play it. I feel like with Creative Vision, it's it's an entirely new game. So everything that came out is. Right. pre-existing right whereas like I've, with other games it looks really good I'll play it when it comes out on PC <laughs> um, womp, it's womp. also gorgeous yeah. it's a beautiful yeah. game I did get to watch you play it for a little while and yeah. it is pretty yeah. nice looking okay so what did you guys think what were your votes I can't call it Batwa okay uh, so the <laughs> <laughs> next category is best narrative Okay. Um, and this is for outstanding story- storytelling. Wait, can I guess what's in this category? In narrative development. Again. I'm going to say Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey are in this. <laughs> All right. And, and maybe even for Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Mario so, Odyssey can't be in this. So the nominees are <laughs> What Remains of Edith Finch. Edith. Who? Edith. Uh, Near Automata. Automata. Oh. Automata. <laughs> Automata Pia. Automata Pia. <laughs> Hellblade Sinuous Sacrifice. I heard that's good. Wolfenstein 2. Look at what? Horizon Zero Dawn. No Breath of the Wild. Hey, Horizon Zero Dawn. I ain't even heard of the first three what's nominees. The second to last one? Uh, Wolfenstein 2. <sighs> I really want to play that game. I really want to play that game. Wolfenstein. Yeah. My vote went to Hellblade. Uh, I heard really great... the the... Psychosis? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I heard yeah. really good things about that game. Uh, I actually heard really good things story-wise about Edith Finch. Um, it's like a walking sim, though. Uh, not really in the mood to play walking that right sim. now. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel about walking. Sims. All right, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'd love to play Wolfenstein too. You not played Stanley yeah. Parable? Man, fuck that shit. 
No, we played that game for like a couple yeah. hours. I played, Stanley yeah. Parable is awesome. The okay, that's a fucking monster. <laughs> and Horizon, and I like didn't beat Hellblade, but the amount of time that I put into Hellblade so far, mm-hmm. the narrative is way more capturing than Horizon. Zero yeah, the, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm surprised that Horizon's actually in there because there's some cool like world building elements to it, but I don't yeah. feel like the main storyline's all that strong. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, right, I totally agree. So, so I need you to log back in on your Steam account, on my computer. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you my login stuff. Oh yeah, I got you. So I'm in. Votes here? No votes. No, can't really. Vote. I, didn't, I yeah, don't even know any wild. of the fucking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So next category is best art direction for outstanding. Breath of the Wild and or technical achievement uh-huh. in artistic design and animation. Okay. First nomination is Cuphead. Destiny Two. Oh. oh. Cuphead. It's a beautiful game. Yeah, yeah, I knew that was in there. Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Persona Five and Horizons Zero Dawn. I'm gonna go with Cuphead. Honestly, yeah, that's that's not that easy of a category. Yeah, it's pretty tough. I mean, Cuphead is looks like nothing Dude, ever I've seen, before. Um, like the I don't want to say documentaries, like but the behind the scenes, I guess, of the Cuphead, like yeah. making of, uh-huh. frame by frame, yeah, hand, hand drawn, drawn, yeah. everything. And when you see it in action, it's seamless. It's yeah. flawless. Yeah. No, it looks amazing. It was I don't know how many years, three or four years in development of just hand drawn animation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a so tough one. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. One, you that gotta one, give it yeah, up. That's, and that's the entire aesthetic of that game on point. Yeah. I think that, each that, of those games are gorgeous. Destiny, for instance, I think they took a leap from their first game. Yeah. I think they, they tried really hard to awaken the world that you live in. Like it's not mm-hmm. it's not this static image in the background where you're just walking through and you get from one objective to the next. They really woke it up oh, yeah. in ways that I felt the like oh design is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it. beautiful. I didn't know about Lost Sectors till like the end game. Yeah. I was like oh shit. Like there's so there's, I, a, there's a hole in the ground that leads to like a whole other part of the level. Yeah. So the thing that I kind of want to bring this up in, in the in so I voted for Horizon Zero Dawn and mm-hmm. the reason why I did that is because like as beautiful as I think you did that because you don't love us. Uh-huh. I, I think that there were just times where I was in the game and just walking through a forest and I'm just like like how? Like how, how does this even look like this right now? Right. Yeah. You know so I mean? you have a PS4 Pro, right? Yeah. Is it any different than a regular PS4? Like what's the frame rate and like resolution that that runs out for that game? Well, it doesn't matter. I'm still on the same resolution, 1080p TV. So, but even then, it's like the game is still beautiful. No mm-hmm. yeah, that's gorgeous. I mean, it's not a question of graphics because obviously, like stuff on a graphically inferior console like the Switch is in that running it's about art direction it's about style it's about how they used what they had to right. make a you know paint a beautiful picture right and for that reason i think i have to pick breath of the wild because i had a lot of those like awe-inspiring moments just exploring the world right and just like stopping and going oh, and just look yeah. around for a little bit because this is like it's, really pretty it's i think it's not not to take anything away from cuphead but I, I feel like it's a lot more difficult to make a scene beautiful in a 3d game than it is in a 2d game you have a lot more control True. I feel you. I'm just saying the yeah. overall aesthetic of Cuphead. It's great. It's, yeah, I, oh, it's, I, I really it's, it's awesome. It, this yeah. is a really hard decision for me, yeah. but yep. yeah. Okay. So Cuphead, Cuphead. Yeah, I think I have to go with Cuphead. All right. From what I saw in that game, and from what you know, what we know about how it was made, I just mm. think that. Yeah, it's no, definitely it's. I don't want to take anything away from them either. All those um, games deserve it. Yeah, really. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, this next one, I did not vote for because I don't really. Best dating sim. Best score music. 
Okay. okay. For outstanding music, inclusive of score, original song, and or licensed soundtrack. So nominees were Destiny 2, Cuphead, Near, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Persona 5. And I didn't play any of these games. Out of those games, for me, Destiny 2, the score is awesome. Yeah, it sounds good. I turned really it good. off, so. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why you did that, but okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. No appreciation. Perfect. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Cuphead, again, the aesthetic is on point. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, you don't like it. The audio is great. Right. But it's very 1930s cartoon. If you don't like that kind of music, you're not going to like what they're playing. Okay. But Destiny is very, like, environmental. You know, the the orchestra comes in at the right times. Everything Mm -hmm. is cued. Yeah. Pretty much. And same thing with Breath of the Wild. I kind of felt Breath of the Wild more because it gives you this uh, sense of just... I guess sorrow of what's going on mm-hmm. in, in Hyrule right now. You know what? I think I would vote. I would have voted for Breath of the Wild just from watching the game and seeing how they do all the sounds in there. Yeah. I just realized that it's actually pretty good. It's so minimalistic too. Yeah. Like it, it's it's barely there, but what's there is beautiful. It's meaningful. It's really right, meaningful. right. When it yeah. comes in, it 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 signals that this is important. Right, yeah. and so. it's also a lot of the sounds are kind of progressions of past Zelda games because mm-hmm. it was the exact same thing before. Because you know when you have those like speech prompts and you skip through them and you have and it it sort of seems like a new version for this game Mm. that Mm. makes sense yeah so i guess i would say breath of the wild for that one Mm. i was gonna go destiny but it's kind of sold (laughs) me on breath of the wild (laughs) (laughs) this group thing happening i'm sticking with destiny cool um all right so next one which is kind of similar is best audio design so recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design And the first nominee was Destiny 2, um, Hellblade, Resident Evil 7, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey. My vote went to Hellblade. I don't know if, like, the audio design of, like, Destiny was a standout feature of the game. I mean, it was pretty, Yeah. you know, wasn't something where I was like, man, they really nailed this. Mm-hmm. For Hellblade, it was part of the game. Yeah. It was voices yeah. in your headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard really you. good things about that. Yeah. Like the voices are really effective and makes creepy. you feel yeah. yeah. That yeah. sounds pretty dope. Yeah. You guys definitely it's on PS4, you just definitely yeah. check it out. It's yeah. like a it's like a pretty cheap game too, right? It's uh it's considered a triple A indie game. But yeah. it's by Ninja Theory, which AAA is interesting. Indie. But yeah, you can get it for thirty dollars a day. Yeah. Is this the game that's like um cap? It's uh, it's like it's like a, it's, a oh, it's like Bloodborne, a Viking, yeah, like yeah. a Viking he, almost female, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. protagonist. It's, she's like going to hell. Uh, female protagonist, not playing it. It's great. What is your problem? <laughs> Just kidding, man. So we not voting for this one since we don't really know. Anything. Yeah, I, I can't really give a fair vote given. The, I mean, Breath of the Wild is still pretty good. Yeah, I I don't like the thing is it's still. I I like the sound of it. I, I like the sound design of it obviously because yeah. that's what the majority of it is because like we were saying before like the orchestra doesn't really come mm-hmm. up very often so i think a lot of it is that sort of just environmental sound yeah but i don't really want to give a vote without having played the others okay um so next category is best performance and this is relating to actors mm-hmm. so awarded to an individual for voiceover acting motion and or performance capture um so the first person is i'm gonna screw these names up really bad Melina Jurgens from Hellblade so she's Sinua mm-hmm. which um, actually funny story I heard that she was actually just part of like the dev team yeah and, and they, they just picked they picked her and she worked out perfectly yeah. for it so she's not like um, a trained actress is she hot 
Shut up, <laughs> Next nominee so is uh, Laura Bailey, and she's uh, Nadine Ross in Uncharted: The Last mm-hmm. Legacy. Yep. Um, did that it, game come out? Yeah, it did. Did yeah, anybody I, care about I, it? I didn't yeah. know that that came out already. I I want to play it, but yeah, like it didn't make a whole lot of fanfare. Yeah. There's also uh, Claudia Black, who was Chloe Frazier in Uncharted. Oh wow, the Last two Legacy. for Uncharted. Um, Brian Bloom from Wolfenstein Two. That was VJ. B.J. Blaskovich. Yeah. And then Ashley Birch, who was Aloy in Horizon Zero Dawn. And obviously my vote went to her. Mm. Women on the come up, though. Yeah. That's a dominating yeah, that's good. category. A good sign. I'm not yeah. surprised that um, Uncharted kind of dominated. Well, not dominated, I mean, but they had the, their two, two main yeah. protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, surprised because has... the art, I mean, the uh, the voice acting in that game is yeah, it's always... in fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this is another no vote for me because I haven't played Uncharted. I haven't played any of those games, period. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. I can't I can't vote. Yeah. All right. Next category is Games for Impact, and this is for a thought-provoking game with profound pro-social meaning or message. Ooh. Dad dating simulator. <laughs> Shower with your dad. Shower with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> These so are actual games. First yeah. nomination is Please Knock on My Door. That's by Laval Games. Hmm. Um, Night in the Woods by Infinite Fall. Uh, comedy Night. <laughs> yeah. Life is Strange Before the Storm. That's Deck Nine, Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, Bury Me, My Love, which is the Pixel Hunt. Um, what Remains of Edith? Edith. 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 Finch. Pronounce the white people names correctly. Edith. Edith. Oh, sorry, they butcher my names all the time. Um, <laughs> and then the last one is Hellblade, Sinew and Sacrifice. Nah. Well. Can't play them. I haven't played any of those. Okay. Interesting though that they have this category, and in, I mean, a lot of we, these games not AAA titles. Yeah, yeah those are indies. Yeah, well, these this, indies. these are the kind of games that I talked about. I don't know a couple yeah. episodes back with the uh, uh, this 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 dragon cancer. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. remember I, I was talking about how some developers make video games to have like this kind of emotional impact and they're not mm-hmm. like based around the gameplay they're based around trying to tell you this kind of emotional story yeah and that's what most of those sound like mm-hmm. that's what they were going I think, for i think life is strange is going to win this one um just because i've been reading a lot of reviews that one it's got a, the most it's press. An, an established yeah yeah, yeah. It's it's a you play going sequel. home uh, right? yeah gone yeah, home same same kind of gone home yeah yeah a game that i think if it were to come out this year that would be in this category would be um this war of mine and if yeah. you played that game yeah. yeah that game's fucked up but yeah yeah that game would definitely be in here mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah it's kind of yeah, kind of hard to vote since you yeah. haven't played socially games. conscious yeah. game i just um, don't play a lot of those games like i previously mentioned i just like don't this war of mine is an app you can download it on your phone. Yeah, I yeah. have it on my PlayStation. Yeah. That game yeah, it's great. made me feel really bad about myself. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to do what you got to do to survive, Bond, so fuck them. Yeah. All right. Um, next category. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you're right. Move yeah. to the next yeah. category. We're not, we're not going to talk about like, it. Take as less time as I can in the show. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're next fine. Next category is best ongoing game. So we're into a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Call of Duty. First, <laughs> first nominee is Warframe. Oh. Huh. Okay. Um, Rainbow Six Siege. Oh. Overwatch. No. Oh. Grand Theft Auto Online. Yeah. Destiny Oof. Two. Ooh. PUBG. Mm, I like mm. this category. My I'm vote gonna... was Overwatch. Yeah, I'm going Overwatch. Going on Overwatch. That Actually, no. Mm. That's tough because I know Rainbow's Rainbow Six Siege has. They improved like so much. They came back hard, man. Yeah, yeah. They but came o- back with a bench. But Same GTA Online. GTA Online. That's what I was going to bring up too. Still going strong. Right. GTA Online. How many years? For who you think is going to win? I probably Overwatch. I'd say Overwatch is probably gonna win. Yeah, just from community, like uh, I don't know, 
pacification, making them all happy. They've done a lot. They've done a lot. They yeah. do. A, they do a lot, man. They. I mean, they just came out with a new character and a new map. Right. They the just constantly again? do it. Uh, no, I mean, I want to say GTA Online. They are constantly mm. updating, constantly. Right. So it was over. They don't get off my fucking Facebook. Yeah. But the thing with GTA Online that I've seen a lot of people complain about is this whole thing where they come out with a lot of this content, but you have to pay for it with in-game currency, which you can also buy. So that gets into the whole thing of mm. you know pay mm. for this content mm-hmm. or I feel like they're making it difficult for people that don't play it as often as the right. regulars. I haven't right. picked it up in yeah, months. I played it. It's probably been like six or seven months since I played that game. True. Next. Okay. Uh, we might want to skip this one. Um, best mobile game. Next. Okay. Well, hold on. What, what are the categories? Um, this is best mobile game. Flappy Bird the Five. Best game playable on a dedicated mobile mobile device. Mm. So Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario Run, Old Man Journeys, Old Man's Journeys, uh, Monument Valley Two. <laughs> That's about Yeah, I didn't mean categories. I meant like the nominees. Yeah. But yeah, you Those know what I meant. Monument um, Valley is pretty good. I don't know. Monument Valley. Super Mario Run is fun. Yeah. Super Mario Run is stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> Like okay. it's fun for Next. the first five minutes, but then Next. it's Shut another up. fucking Next play category. to win game. Shut is, up. Or pay to win. Next category is best handheld game for the best game playable on a dedicated portable gaming system. This dick. So Poochie and Yoshi's Wooly World. Aw, that's what Poochie. I call it. Poochie Monster and Yoshi. Monster Hunter Stories. Okay. Poochie. Also Metroid, Samus Returns. Poochie. Mm-hmm. Ever Oasis. Poochie. Fire Emblem Echoes Shadow of Valencia. Poochie. All Nintendo games. Poochie. We're going to skip this one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Poochie? Next category. Best VR AR game for Poochie. the best game experience playable in virtual and augmented reality irrespective of platform. Poochie? <laughs> First nomination, Super Hot VR. Super, yes. Super hot. hot. Star Trek Bridge Crew. I want to play that. Lone yeah. Echo, Echo Arena. Echo. Echo Arena. Echo. Farpoint. Echo. Echo. I heard good things about that. And Resident Evil 7. How far are you Resident Evil 7, Adam? About five minutes. Oh, yeah. okay. That was my um, it's would, a very frightening game. We played Super Hot. Super Hot's fucking fun. Super Hot's awesome. Yeah, my vote goes for Super Hot. <laughs> Adam spent sixty dollars to play five minutes. I, I, I I'm watched, getting through it. I watched that game. And I'm like, it's a frightening amazing, game. But I'll never play yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should fire Perfect. it up. Dude, we, why didn't we play it like Halloween? Why didn't we fucking sit down here and like know, yeah. right, turn off category. all the lights? And next play category. Game. Super Hot. By the way, he's avoiding it. I'm going Resident Evil Seven. Super Hot. Super Hot. Super hot. Super hot. So three super hots. All right. Best action game for the best game in the action genre focused on combat. Okay. So first nomination is Prey, Bethesda. Uh-huh. Neo. Okay. Destiny 2, Cuphead, and Wolfenstein 2. Cup. <laughs> I like how Cuphead My is My vote went to Wolfenstein 2. Like all these super violent like first mm. person shooters and then Cuphead. Cuphead. I'm really yeah. surprised For Honor's not in there. Is For Honor too old? No, it was this year. No, it just didn't nobody get much. It. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that like it's like super like it, hot. <laughs> it is literally focused on combat. I mean, That's it, what I'm saying, and it's a great combat system. I don't know how much you guys have played of it, but it's I'm sure it was a. Nomination. It's a very satisfying combat system. But these five got picked. Yeah, up. probably didn't make the finals. Yeah. Uh, anyway, my vote, uh, given the games I played, I want uh, like I think after, after having played Wolfenstein One and the DLC for it. That it's gonna be Wolfenstein two. I haven't played it yet, so I can't say that. But for now, I'll say Destiny two because it, it's just really it's probably gonna be Wolfenstein. It's really fun. I watched because Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein is closest to Doom, which was really good. Shit. Oh yeah, holy shit! That's all I have to say about Wolfenstein two. Man, Destiny's yeah. fun, but it's not. 
It's it not ain't. going outside the box. It's just I mean, like it's it's fun to play. But it's it's, it's, it's a solid shooter. It's no, it's like exquisite. I shooting. think it does it's its like job. Behind if it was the fine dining of shooting, it would be my be second place. Yeah. But Wolfenstein, because of just how crazy it is. Yeah. Wolfenstein's is Wolfenstein is like the split an app into entrees for twenty dollars yeah. of the combat shooters. I'm writing in for honor. All right. All right. Next category, best action adventure game for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Oh, you know you like traversing. Yep. That's a <laughs> strong suit. <laughs> First nomination, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Um, second is Assassin's Creed or- Origins. Origins. Uh, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Horizon Zero Dawn. I can't believe Assassin's Creed gets a nominee... And yet, it's this late in the game that it's actually brought up. That game came out like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's already oh, just, being nominated, just like Mario. But, but yeah. I mean, but Mario. Look how many times Mario's been nominated. I'm saying like, or just oh, probably th- this late in the nominations. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, my vote. I didn't even play the game, but because I've only played on this list Horizon Zero Dawn uh-huh. and parts of Uncharted, like another game. I voted for Uncharted just because I feel like the puzzle solving in Horizons or Dawn was not that complicated. You know yeah. what? You can't vote, Bon. I think Uncharted's gonna you win. You have to play all of them. You can't fucking well, vote. Well, they should not on anyone. Breath of the Wild. We can speculate, but you're actually voting. Breath of the voting. Wild. I'm voting, yeah. I because voted. you can... You, you can, guys should all vote, by the way. You can I'm run. Voting. You can jump. The Game Awards time. You can skate on your fucking shield down a uh, fucking hill. Wait, hang glide. Yeah, you can hang glide. What yeah. game is this? Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild. wild. Oh. Yeah. I, too, am going Breath of the Wild, and only because it has ruined every other game that I've played after it. You can ride a horse. I want to do all the stuff that I can do in Breath of the Wild in every other game, and I can't, and it makes me upset. Oh, Witcher 3 is on your team. I'm scared. <sighs> I was about to say, well, <laughs> give it the Witcher 3. Game changer. Yeah, no, no, just because you can climb everything, <laughs> you can climb everything, you can fly off everything okay. that you want. That's why I pick it. All right. So Continue. Breath of the Wilds, no vote. How no many vote. more categories are there? A couple more. Best role playing game. <laughs> Best role playing game. Okay. South Park, The Fractured Butthole. I played it. Final Fantasy 15. I played it. Divinity Original Sin 2. I played it. Nier. Pan Persona 5. I played it. All right, we'll skip Persona that. Persona 5, automatically. Yeah, we'll okay. skip that. Yeah. Uh, Best fighting game, Tekken 7. Okay. Nidhogg 2. Hey! Nidhogg. I haven't played Marvelous it. Capcom Infinite. Injustice 2. And Arms. I haven't played it. I love Marvelous Capcom. Arms. I, I played the demo of Arms. It's pretty good. Okay. So you haven't played it. So I haven't played it. I want to play Injustice. Best family game: Splatoon Two, Sonic Mania, Jackbox, Mario Plus Rabbids King Battle. No, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, Super Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart Eight. It's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Odyssey, but I want to give it to what was the other ones? The first two, Uh, Splatoon Two and Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania, Sonic Mania is so good. Oh yeah, Sonic Mania is really good. Yeah, actually, I, I beat it just a couple days ago, and it's. Awesome. Oh, you beat Sonic Mania, did you? I did. All right, we'll skip on some more. Uh, okay. Best strategy game, XCOM 2, War of the skip Chosen, it. Tooth and Tail, Total War, Warhammer 2, yeah, Halo Wars 2, Mario plus Rabbit. Okay. Nah. Best sports racing game. Okay. Project Cars 2, Pro Evolution Soccer 2018, NBA 2K18, GT Sport, Forza Motorsports 7, and FIFA 18. Uh, I voted GT Sport, but I think FIFA 18 is going to win that one. Well, FIFA's consistently a great game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's always been a great game. Yeah. 2K18, I mean, and, and so is NBA 2K. I mean, you know, I know I complained about it earlier, but as far as, like, the gameplay is concerned, it's always yeah. been pretty great. So, 
I don't know. I think I'm going to go with NBA 2K team. No vote. No vote? Uh, FIFA. All right. Best multiplayer. Fortnite. Call of Duty World War 2. Splatoon 2. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Destiny 2. PUBG. Destiny, Destiny PUBG 2. PUBG. Destiny 2. PUBG. Most anticipated game. The Last of Us Part 2. Red Dead Redemption 2. <sighs> Monster Hunter World. Marvel Spider-Man. God of War. God of War for me. Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Redemption. Okay. Best independent game, Pyre, Night of the Woods, Cuphead, What Remains of Edith Finch. There it is. Hellblade, <laughs> he Singer of Sacrifice, Hellblade for me. Cuphead. Cuphead, uh, Cuphead for me, yeah. Um, best student game, probably skip this one. Yeah, skip yeah. that. Uh, Fuck students. Whoa. Trending gamer. Fuck them. You guys follow any gamers? I voted I for follow Dr. some gamers. I love Dr. Disrespect, man. So, okay, I just so started watching his streams. <laughs> that dude's hilarious. So we have Steven Spawn, who is Able Gamers. Mike okay. Grzesic, who is Shroud, who's also fucking amazing. Shroud's great. Mm. Um, Guy Baum, who is Dr. Disrespect. Half Coordinated, and Andrea Reen, who is What's Good Games. I... It's between Shroud and Dr. Disrespect for me, but Dr. Disrespect is like... The I'm first. going Dr. Disrespect. Yeah, I heard his speech. Yeah. He swayed me. <laughs> He's I, great. I have to watch more of these people, but Andre Rene, because oh, ladies. Because yeah. <laughs> ladies. Best yes. esports game, Rocket League, League of Legends, Dota 2, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, and Overwatch. Rocket League. Rocket League. Really? I'm I might have to go Overwatch on that. I mean, I love Rocket League. Yeah, I It has Overwatch. a special place in my heart. I would but... Overwatch here. I think I might have to go Overwatch on um, that. Best esports player. I kind of skipped that one. Yeah, yeah fuck that. You know that one. Best esports team. Fuck nah. that shit. Um, best debut indie game. Okay. Right. Slime Rancher, Mr. Shifty, <laughs> Hollow Knight, Golf Story, Cuphead. Hollow Knight. I don't know. Really? Cup Knight. I went Cuphead. Cup Knight. Okay. Cup Knight. And the you last category me. is best Chinese game, which we will skip. Okay. And that's it. Hey, we did it. Now go online and vote. Yeah, Everybody babies. go online and vote. Right. Uh, and then, so do you wait wait pull it back up do, when, when when is the uh, video game awards it will be announced oh my god <laughs> yeah, I've got to love the mobile websites <laughs> not too far um, December 7th okay, okay. so not too long yeah a couple weeks we'll come back to this we'll go through all the nominees and who won and stuff and yeah. we'll just recap yeah. yeah let's do it it'll be a good time cool just nice. like this podcast is that it tight does That's everybody it. feel yeah, comfortable Gotta review this beer. That's yeah, right. Yeah, buddy. That's right. That's right. So, tonight's brew was the Budweiser 1933 Repeal Reserve. It was an amber lager. This Budweiser tapping into their craft beer reserves. Trying to. Trying to, anyway. Oh, they're I, trying. I feel like David just... David, I feel like you don't... You're not You're not giving it to him. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us, man. Tell us about it. How you what's feel? This, what's the score, bro? I told you feels like they took their beer and went add the amber lager syrup to it mm. scream on them scream on them b i'm gonna give us a three just because it's not horrible but they ain't doing it it's not good okay bad I don't, I don't i don't not like it i don't love it mm. bad again? I'm sorry, one to six one to six come on yeah you've been on here enough two and a half <sighs> okay why <clears throat> Just because I don't think it, it's not it's not halfway good. It's good, but it's better than a lot of other beers. Um, it's drinkable, but it's not. I'm thinking of situations that I would want to get it, and I can't think of it too many other than the fact that it's just a Budweiser beer that is being kind of crafty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw how it looked like poured into a glass. Mm-hmm. Didn't look that great. Smell wasn't really there. Mm. Aftertaste is still here. 
Mm. Um, other than that, you know, I don't know. It's not that exciting, but it's yeah. I, maybe I just need to drink it more. Okay, it's usually the answer. Um, see, my my real beef with this beer is that it's not bad, right? But at the same time, it's like a half step. If you're gonna go for a craft beer, get a better craft beer. That's my advice. At the same time, <laughs> like I don't. Like, I don't want to disparage the beer, because if you're, like, a, a dedicated Budweiser drinker, then, like, more power to you. you can I'm sorry. Get, you, <laughs> you can get this one and, like, dip your toe into what craft beer should taste like. Yeah. It's like an entry, entry beer. And, yeah, it might, it might work as, like, an entry-level, like, craft beer for you to get into other things and start exploring your palate a little bit. And for that reason, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not that mad at it. But at the same time, I feel like for somebody that has had craft beer in the past many times, um, I think that it just it doesn't do anything for me. It, it it it's not it's not a cheap beer that I can pound like a normal Budweiser is, but it's also not a great tasting like heavier craft beer that I want to savor. How much was it? Just curious. Um, it was like ten bucks for six pack. Yeah, actually, no, no, no. I, I'm sorry, it was like eight. Okay. So it really wasn't that bad. It's like yingling prices. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I, I, for all those reasons, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a middle of the road three as well. I was thinking three point five, but Oof. I kind of talked myself down. So three. Yeah, I mean, kind of, kind of took all the words right out of my mouth. I'm gonna also go with three. Uh, I think it was a decent beer. I think it was way, uh, it was way better than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Um, but not as good as I hoped it would be mm-hmm. with the fanfare and with the label design, which I got to give them credit. I like the yeah. label design. It's like a, it's too. also like a medicine bottle shape. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty interesting. It's like red stripe. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It looks good. It's a dope bottle design and the, and the label itself, like it looks cool. I'm not even ashamed to say like, it looks cool to me. So I'm into it. Wish the beer was better, Yeah, but it wasn't as bad. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Three. So, Three. Three. 2.533. This has been the One Baron Podcast <laughs> for myself, Mark Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, buddy. For the Drunk Sports God. Yeah. And for Bon Swanson. Yeah, bye, Bon Swanson. <laughs> Thank you, you for joining chill. us, Bon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like, share, and subscribe on the YouTubes and anywhere that you uh, uh, podcasts are listened and or sold. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and uh, have a beautiful evening. you got to the end of this episode thanks for sticking with us hey it was great because it's like twice as long as we is it really know. how long is it? <laughs> yeah it is Where's an hour it? and a half it's 147 right now <sighs> it's a good one was well, all that shit talking in the beginning that's <laughs> true like 140 have fun editing that you bitch fuck you